0: Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of vodka melanade another episode and the first episode of 2023 happy new year everybody i uh another year is behind us i i don't know about you guys but i feel pretty i don't know optimistic about 2023 I have kind of like the same feeling going into this year that I did going into 2020 before shit hit the fan, of course. <laughs> um I don't know, it just it feels less dreadful. It feels I don't know, like it's just full of more possibility. Um just people, I don't know, just I don't know, the vibes just don't seem as hostile. Going into this year, I mean, obviously the last couple of years were just kind of um, overshadowed by the pandemic And a lot of political nonsense and a lot of violence and things like that Um, You know, we're stuck in the house, afraid to go out A lot of loved ones passing away, getting sick Just, I know there was a lot, and I know the pandemic isn't necessarily over But, I don't know, I just feel like this year isn't going to be as sad as some <laughs> of the years prior. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm cautiously optimistic for for 2023. I um, I entered the year, <laughs> it's funny, I'm so optimistic. I'm like, ooh, yeah, happiness and love and light. And I started this year with a cold. <laughs> I was super congested like the couple days leading up to New Year's and then after like that Monday could hardly breathe it was it was terrible like I needed Vicks I needed soup I needed rest I you know they always say like if you can breathe right now do not take that for granted because the minute that you can't (laughs) it's like You know, the whole world is ending Seriously, I mean, I was just so congested It wasn't COVID, I definitely tested for that And it wasn't that Um, And I didn't have a fever or anything I wasn't coughing, I didn't have a headache It was just pure sinus pressure It was like pure, just, I could not sleep um, You know, because it was like worse laying down And, um I don't know, shout out to Blue, (laughs) because um, he was out of town uh, for Christmas, but he came back um, on New Year's Day, and he slept over, and I could barely, like, sleep, you know, I was just, I could not lay, like, flat, so at one point, you know, I got up out of the bed, and I went to the couch to, like, kind of prop myself up a little bit, and just, like, lean instead of lay and try to get some sleep, and then, like, 20 minutes later, he came out, And he like grabbed a blanket And like cuddled up on the couch with me And I was like you don't have to come out here Like it's okay He was like are you kidding And he like slept out there And I like to keep my place cold Whether I have um, like a cold or not I like to just sleep with the AC on Which is probably not the best But I still like to be comfortable So I know he was like shivering out there On the couch right underneath the AC But he like slept out there with me And then I felt bad So we like went back to the bedroom And he was like are you sure you're like you're propped up enough So he like propped me up. Like he put his hand like underneath my pillow to like prop me up more so we can go back to sleep. Like he's just just starting off the year with so much cuteness. So that helped definitely. And then I enlisted my mom services <laughs> as only a mom can do. She sent over a bunch of stuff to help me feel better too. Like she loaded me up with Vicks and like these fancy VIX shower tabs um that I didn't even know existed. So you like pop them out and it's like lavender and VIX infused. You take a hot shower, you drop it on the floor, and it just like steams and fills your uh shower with just like VIX and just it's like aromatherapy plus like the power of VIX and it really just like helped open me up. And she sent me soup and uh, tissue and oranges and lemon and she sent me zingers as like a little treat because you know I needed something just to like perk me up and she sent me over ginger ale and the good one the good ginger ale not like you know Canada Dry she sent the Schweppes is it Schweppes I think it's Schweppes. That's the good ginger ale. So shout out to my mom as well. I'm feeling much better. Um, I think I'm still like, there's like a slight little situation going on but mm, I can sleep better and I think that's the key to like getting over anything like you really just got to get some good quality rest so you know I'm, I'm pretty much back in business now so but that's how I started off my first week of 2023 <laughs> battling sinus demons <laughs> so where does everybody stand on new year's resolutions I, I don't know I don't think I've ever like really concrete set any new year's resolutions before I don't think I I don't know I don't I really don't think I have I mean probably like silly ones back in the day like oh this year I'm not gonna talk to him anymore I'm not gonna go back with him and blah blah, blah. <laughs> but nothing like you know I don't know mind altering life altering not really and not because i don't believe in them because i know some people they're just like they just scoff and turn up their noses at uh, new year's resolutions blue is definitely one of those people he um he doesn't think (laughs) anybody follows through on their resolutions i mean i'm sure there are some people who you know really they 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 set the goal and on January 1st they attack it and by the end of the year they've accomplished it. I don't think it's unheard of or impossible that people can set a goal for New Year's and 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 smash it. You know, I know it's like kind of cliché like new year new me, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I guess in some people's minds it's like, well, if you weren't doing it on December 31st, why are you suddenly gonna do it January 1st and beyond right (laughs) but I don't know there's something about that fresh start the newness of the year the you know the 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 scope of the year ahead and just I don't know all the possibilities I don't I don't know I think it's I don't think there's anything wrong with it um I know people who are like major gym rats, they hate the first of the year, hate it, because all those people who have the weight loss goals, they're like getting their memberships and they're flooding the gym and I guess they're taking up all the equipment and they don't know what they're doing and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, i see memes and jokes and, you know, I've had friends who are like super, You know, gym enthusiasts, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like it floods for like the first two weeks, and then it's empty again before January is even over." (laughs) And I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that happens, but I'm sure there's some people who definitely do stick it out. Um, I think it gets a little like I turn my own nose up at the whole New Year's resolution when like people just make such a spectacle of it when they go on social media and they're like telling people what they're going to do and you know they're just oversharing and you know from day one on January they're just like posting every little part of whatever journey they're trying to take you know and it's like are you trying to convince people that you're doing this or are you really doing this you know I feel like I've learned not just with the resolutions, but just, you know, in general, like, you kind of want to, like, make your moves in silence, I feel like, once you start announcing them... Number one, you know, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, it makes you look a little wishy-washy and full of shit, (laughs) you know, so if you're going to put it out there for people to see and brag about it and talk about it and do all this stuff, then you better follow through because you're going to look kind of stupid if you don't, (laughs) to be honest. And then two, I feel like once you start putting, you know, stuff out there, even if you have every intention of doing it, even if you do it, I feel like there's just going to be haters in the world and just people who are just going to put that negative energy on you whether they they realize it or not so I feel like you know keep your goals close whether you're you know coming into the year continuing those goals or you know if you're starting new ones I would just kind of play it close to your chest a little bit you know don't flaunt it just kind of Go off the grid and then pop up Having done what you said you were gonna do You know I feel like once you start Announcing it and then also kind of Like puts pressure on you You know then it's like keeping up with the Joneses but you're the Joneses and you created That you know Pressure situation for yourself So just be chill you know Do whatever you want to do or don't do Anything you could come into the year New year same you If you're satisfied with it and there's nothing Wrong I mean you know, life is what it is Do what you want, don't do what you don't want to do <laughs> um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with You know, trying to better yourself I don't think there's anything wrong with You know, maintaining yourself So, I don't know I I think I have some things in mind That I want to tackle this year But like I said, I'm going to keep that close to my chest You guys are just going to have to See what I'm talking about later <laughs> So today I wanted to talk about something that I noticed on good old TikTok. I mean, I was super under the weather this week. It's not like I need an excuse to be on that app. It is by far my favorite social media app there is at this moment. Um, But being down um, and out really had me on there. So now, I mean, I would assume that even if you're not on TikTok, what I'm going to talk about is probably... Um, big enough that you may have seen it on other platforms. Um, if not, then you know, listen up. This is what's been going on. So, you know, on TikTok, there's a lot of people who do food reviews. Uh, they go around, they try new menu items from restaurants, fast food places. Um, you know, once they get a big enough following, uh, their, their followers will start to like request stuff that they want to see them eat. Uh, You know give them suggestions They'll you know Tag them in other restaurants Like hey look at this maybe you didn't know this one Existed can you try this and review this Like they just really like Value this creator's Opinion on these food items that they're Eating and I mean They're eating stuff like Taco Bell and Wendy's, you know what I mean? And Chili's like it's nothing like out of this world, but, you know, they're likable and relatable and they seem to be, um, you know, honest with the reviews that they're giving because they're not just biased. You know, a lot of them, you know, they're not sponsored by these companies yet. <laughs> and um, you know, they're coming out of pocket for their own food, so they're giving a very honest review just cuz they like to eat and they like to create content. So it's like fine. So that's like a subdivision on TikTok. It's food review talk. Now, I don't follow I follow one guy. Um, but the two people I'm going to talk about, I don't really follow them. They're not in my area, so they can review restaurants and stuff all they want, unless it's like a Taco Bell or something. I don't have access to it, so the food might look good, but I'd have to travel to go do it, so there is one guy that I follow, um, but he is based in LA, so I pin a lot of his stuff to try, you know, later, um, but recently... (laughs) There's this woman on TikTok um, Her name is Alexis Frost Now, I'll start with her um, Because there was like this, this, this whole Chipotle situation that has happened Okay, her name is Alexis Frost She, sorry, I'm opening up my app just to like make sure Exactly how many followers Miss Alexis Frost has So Alexis Frost, this is black woman on TikTok she has 2.4 million followers, okay So she's on there She sits in her car and she'll try food And she'll kind of say, mm, yeah, that's really good Or she'll be like, mm, no, I don't really like it And um, that's just, that's her whole page she, she reviews stuff, she tries new things She goes to restaurants And she's really smiley and pretty and likable She's married, she has kids Like, she's just really sweet and nice I don't follow her um, She is based in the Bay Area, so I guess I could be trying some of the stuff that she reviews, but I'd have to travel all the way up north, so it is what it is. But um, I don't know how long ago it was. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Stumbled across her page. She started doing this series where she would let her followers um, who worked in food establishments give their employee recommendations. So like if they had an employee hack that they do you know sometimes when you work in food places you can you know grab food for free on lunch break you can make little concoctions or whatever like I used to work at Cold Stones when I was a teen and you could just go to town and make anything you want you get a free creation every day <laughs> so I assume it's like that in a lot of places because they're paying you shit the least they could do is feed you right so she did this segment or she started to do this segment where she would go through her comments and try employee recommendations so This is where I first saw this Chipotle hack Okay Somebody commented on our video And said that you should go to Chipotle Order a quesadilla With steak (laughs) Extra cheese and fajita veggies And it's supposed to be like Close to like a Philly cheesesteak But like you know with a little twist A little flair And the key was to get a side of sour cream And a side of Chipotle um, vinaigrette, I guess they have for like their salads. So she tried it, blew her mind, and that was that. And I was like, oh yeah, it looks pretty good. You know, I, I didn't really think too much of it. A week or so later, there's this other guy. His name is Keith Lee. He's also another popular content creator um, as far as trying new food, coming out of pocket. Um, And just giving his honest review The only difference with him and and Alexis Is he gives like an actual rating So he'll eat it He'll be like I give that a 9.4 out of 10 And he'll tell you why Um, He's also a really nice humble guy Black guy He uh, is married Has kids But he's based in Vegas So for that reason as well I don't follow him Because I mean that's even further than the Bay Area So or just about as far and I mean, I'm not in Vegas, so the local stuff that he tries, it may look good, but it's not really for me. Um, there are a couple things I have pinned based on his reviews because it looked really, really good. Um, so if I do travel to Vegas, my cousin lives out there. Maybe I can like, you know, rope him into trying something for me or with me. And, um, you know, that's just the, the extent of that. But he's really cool. Again, he gives his honest opinion He's paying for it, you know, and he's gained a following. He has like just under a million uh, followers on TikTok as of right now. So he saw Alexis's uh, video about the Chipotle hack. So he then went to Chipotle and tried it himself. Blew his mind as well. So he, I mean, he inspired. <clears throat> A lot of people to go to Chipotle and try this thing between the two of them and then between other people going on TikTok and giving their own review and just giving this glowing review of this Chipotle hack like it was between the two of them Alexis and Keith so if you see a video of someone eating this thing they either came from Alexis or they came from Keith so It's like giving a lot of business to Chipotle As if Chipotle needs it But people were flooding the restaurants And the app Trying to get this special hack Because it's not necessarily on the menu I mean Getting the quesadilla in general Is something new Used to be a hack In and of itself, but they added it to the app and they added it to get it in person now. But this extra, you know, ingredients inside of it, that's not something that people usually do. So it caused a lot of issues with Chipotle. After a while, it was so many people coming in that Chipotle was like turning people down from making this for them. They were saying that they ran out of the ingredients or they couldn't add the extra ingredients inside of the quesadilla because it would be too much and the cheese wouldn't melt or their machine couldn't handle it or they didn't have the Vinaigrette on the side because it was selling out or they had to hold on to it so people who are just ordering salads could have their dressing and some people were saying oh we can't do that in person you have to do it on the app but then you go on the app and you can't make this thing and it was just like oh my god it was like it was just this this great chipotle gate situation happening before our eyes so you see people going online um or going on tiktok rather and you know they're getting like variations of this of this hack because they couldn't quite get it the way that alexis and keith and some other people were managing to do it some people were like f that i'm just gonna make it at home so they're making this hack at home and they're saying it tastes just the same and some people were you know, driving far and wide to certain Chipotle locations that were allowing it. And it was just like, oh my God. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love Chipotle, love Chipotle. Um, but this, you know, when this thing did look good when they ate it, but I just couldn't believe the, the chaos that this was causing. So I guess Chipotle finally, you know, received the message because they partnered with Alexis and with Keith to um, bring this hack to the menu permanently or bring it to the app in the way that you can order it like this. So there shouldn't be any issues. So I guess they were just slammed with the sudden uptick of people demanding these certain ingredients and they just couldn't handle it. So they had to take a beat. They actually literally... Verify partner with these two creators To let us the public know That in March we were going to be able To fully order this hack Without it being any kind of an issue So I'm assuming Chipotle has to you know figure out how they can make some money off of this figure out how to upcharge people for this figure out how to price it correctly maybe get their inventory in check get the app together so that there are options to do this so I guess they have to go to the drawing board and really take a moment to to provide this to us because they were not prepared and it's just crazy the power that these two people um can have you know Now, uh, Keith Lee in particular, uh, he, okay, so I saw something uh, this week um, about him or just involving him and it just kind of blew my mind. So Keith's thing is um, he, as of late, has been gaining popularity because his reviews have been helping some small businesses in his area of Vegas. Now, um he has been reached out to a couple of times now by the like daughters or sons or other family members of these business owners who have these restaurants in Vegas that are struggling you know so they write to Keith and they're just like oh you know you have such a great platform and every time you review something people you know latch on to it if you could just give us a chance you know my father my mom blah 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 our business is just struggling we can't afford the rent we can't you know keep the lights on like we don't have any business like our food is really good can you just come out and you know just 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 see if you like it so that tugs on his heartstrings because again he seems like a really nice guy a few times now he has gone to the restaurant ordered the food himself paid for it come home put his camera on tried the food been blown away i mean he and he's not he doesn't seem fake about it either there's some stuff where he's like uh, that could use a little more salt or you know this is you know there's not a lot of flavor in this and then the stuff he really likes he really hypes up and recommends and gives it a high review So the few times that he has done this, he has driven business um, to these places so much that it has completely financially turned their situation around. And it's really amazing. You know, the, the kind of pull that he has, I mean, he's really using his platform for good. And I completely acknowledge that I think it's super awesome. I think that, you know, just his viewers wanting to support him by supporting these local businesses that they see if the food looks good, people are going to go. And a lot of these businesses, you know, the food is good, but they just don't have the money for the marketing. They can't get out there. The word isn't spreading like, you know, like it should. And he has really helped that. And there was one business that he helped recently, there was like a whole news piece done on him in Vegas, where, you know, this guy was just thanking him like in tears, basically, because, you know, I mean, like overnight, it took him from possibly having to close his business to the next morning, you know, he, he has more orders than he can take. I think uh, Keith was saying that, you know, like the day after his video posted, the guy had to close early for the first time in forever because they, they were just being overworked and they, you know, they had more orders and less inventory than, 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 they could, you know, make, make sense. So I mean, and that's awesome. That's awesome. But now I'm seeing (laughs) a little bit of chaos happening, on TikTok because of this. Number 1, I wonder how is he going to keep up with this because it seems like he has like the Midas touch and he seems to be like this Robin Hood figure you know of the food review community where he has this power to turn businesses around I mean this is really changing people's lives right and a lot of these you know people are reaching out to him for help so I wonder if he's getting flooded with people like pleading with him to you know come and taste their food to you know come and help their business you know I mean is is that all gonna fall on his shoulders now how is he gonna pick and choose which ones he goes to and of course you're gonna have people who are gonna slip through the cracks where they don't really need the help they just want the publicity they just want to interact with him they just want you know to use it for 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 greed or whatever or for clout right so that's something that I wonder too but it was really interesting um, I saw now Alexis and Keith they're by no means the only two creators on this app that do things like this on, on the internet in general people have been eating things putting things in their mouth <laughs> and telling you about it on camera for a very long time now but you know everybody has their own audience now I because I follow or because I've liked videos like this, and I've engaged with videos like this, occasionally other creators like this will pop up on my feed. So this woman today, um, she came up on my page, and she was reviewing this food truck in Vegas. And I remember the food because I'd seen it several times before. And I also had seen Keith do it. Um, this, this, there's like long waits for this, uh, food truck. They're, they're well known for a few items, but like in particular, they have like this cheesecake sandwich kind of a thing that they have. And I remember Keith talking about it, but I remember a lot of people raving about this cheesecake thing and then just the food and the service in general. So, (laughs) um, I'm going through the comments on this video as I'm watching it. And I see a lot of people tagging Keith in the video like in the comments of the video to get his attention so they're tagging him I'm assuming so that he can see the video and review it himself so perhaps these people just don't realize that Keith has already reviewed this this establishment before some people the way their comments sound you get the sense that they're tagging Keith almost to like to tattletale on this woman like hey Keith this woman is is reviewing this place that you've already reviewed you need to see this which is strange (laughs) very very strange um a lot of the comments were saying telling the woman who posted this hey you know Keith did it first Keith did it first we already knew about this place because Keith reviewed it and she's like fighting for her life in the comments she's pretty established herself she has you know several thousand followers herself like more so even um but she's like fighting for her life in the comments she's like well yeah Keith is one of the people I saw review this place but I've seen 30 plus other content creators talk about this place as well so you know he's not the sole reason And people are debating her saying, well, he's the reason it's so popular. He's the reason. And it's just like, they're like his disciples in these comments. And I think that is so weird that they are holding him up on this pedestal. Like he's some kind of a god. And like he is the end all be all when it comes to food reviews and who can talk about what. I think it's very strange that people would take it upon themselves. Number one, to tag him in a video. You're tagging him in a video so that you can see him review this place. And I'm thinking, you're already watching a review of this place. You're already seeing the food. You either like it or you don't. Why do you need his review to tell you whether you want to go try this place or not. I think that's weird. Two, why are you demanding that this woman like give quote unquote credit to Keith? for like, like she not, there's nobody allowed to review a food place once someone else, whether it's Keith or not, has already talked about it. I mean, we talk about the markets being like oversaturated. I mean, it's a free for all out there. I could go to a restaurant right now I can go to McDonald's and order chicken nuggets and turn my camera on and tell y'all about it. Somebody's gonna watch it. <laughs> you know, and chicken nuggets are not groundbreaking, but I could do that. So it turns into the situation in the comments Where people are literally fighting Bickering Going back and forth Over this man who does not know them You know people idolize celebrities Like pop stars and actors And uh, sports players You know and they, they Go to bat for them online Like trust me back in the day I've done it more than enough times For Queen B Okay I've, I've been in the trenches So I know how it is But after a certain point You grow up. Right. But I would argue that kind of going to bat to defend someone's talent, their discography, their, you know, personality, like as a celebrity like that, I find that very different than people who go to bat for someone like Keith, who, like I said, great guy. He has a sweet family sweet kids sweet wife like it just seems you know really nice he seems humble he seems to be honest with his reviews he is doing a lot for the community obviously but what talent does he really have what is he really doing that's so groundbreaking here he's not making this food he's not he's not you know, trying to start his own restaurant business. He's not even recreating any of these recipes. He's, I mean, he's just eating food and telling you if he likes it or not. So I don't understand why that needs like an army behind him online. And he doesn't even seem like the type of person who would want his uh, his following to do that for him. So I find that even more weird. He, like I said, he is not the end-all be-all when it comes to these things. I think people can talk about anything they want till they're blue in the face, even if a million people have already done it prior. That's just the beauty of the internet. But I just found that very, very strange um, that people are putting him on such a high Pedestal and then I'm thinking Like you know with all the Chipotle Madness really maybe we should be Giving credit to the employee That sent that comment to Alexis Telling her to try that damn Quesadilla in the first place Because I know that Keith and Alexis And you know other people Who have a big following and are kind of Included in this uh, Quesadilla situation I'm pretty sure they're going to get paid I'm pretty sure you know there's going to be some Kind of a monetary compensation for them chipotle is definitely going to benefit off of this but you know who's going to bat for this person who was just like quickly commenting on their lunch break at chipotle to alexis saying hey this is what i like to eat on my lunch break this is this quesadilla hack you should try it they're not gonna get shit So it's like people are acting like these two and other people like created this thing. They're just trying what their followers are telling them to do. A lot of the restaurants and the menu items and the hacks and things that they try are straight up just ripped from their comments. So they don't even have to really brainstorm or come up with what they're going to do because their followers are just telling them exactly what what they want to see which is great from a business perspective make your money i wish i could sit there and open my phone and someone's telling me to go eat a whopper i buy the whopper i eat the whopper i film myself eating said whopper and i make money off of that and i got to eat a whopper i'm doing something wrong (laughs) clearly i am doing something wrong But, you know, that's just the way it is. And people slip into these niche areas of the internet and they flourish in them. And I think that's awesome. But I think people also need to chill the hell out. (laughs) Well, you know, I am super excited to have uh, completed my first episode of the year. I am looking forward to a full year of content uh, with Vodka Melonade. I have a lot of ideas and, you know, just ways I want to hopefully grow this this year. And, you know, last year I started it kind of midway through. So I don't know, it's just like a fresh path for the podcast and um you know I actually missed it and missed you guys the last couple of weeks but it was nice to have like a little bit of a break before coming back and and getting this going again so I'm looking forward to you know doing this every week just like usual and bringing you guys something fun to listen to so thank you so much so once again you know what's the (laughs) What's the limit on like the days that you can continue to say happy new year I think any time between the first and the seventh is probably a good amount of time after that like okay let's move on like the year is old already (laughs) so while i still can let me get it in happy happy new year i hope everyone had a safe uh night and had fun however you guys choose to celebrate um i hope you guys had a great holiday got everything you want for christmas i know i got everything i needed and more and i had a really good time with family so i hope you guys did as well Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, If you missed me, like I said, I missed you back. And just stay tuned for more episodes in the future. Talk to y'all soon. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of vodka melonade. Bye.